Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. We're here today to announce Bob Melvin as the manager of the San Diego Padres. A very exciting day for our organization and for Padre fans. Getting ready to throw you Darvish against Madison Bumgarner. Great opening day matchup. And I expect a very unified and exciting and winning ball club this year. We all do. And now it's time for action. Opening day of the 2022 baseball season. The Padres will open the year on the road here in Phoenix before a three-game series in San Francisco Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It is the start of one of the most anticipated seasons in Padre history. No balls and a strike on the left-hand hitting Gavin Lux. And this pitch is hit in the air to left field. That'll chase Profar back. Still going back. He's got room. And Dirks in there to make the catch. Taylor's tagging second to third. Here's the throw. The tag. He is out at third. Profar threw him out. Manny put down the tag. And oh boy, what a mistake by Chris Taylor. The pitch. Swung on. Driven to left center field and deep. Alfaro throws the bat. It is a home run, walk-off style for Jorge Alfaro. The first pitch he sees deep into the Padres' bullpen, and the Padres walk off with a victory, 3-2. to two. Wow. You could not have drawn it up any better on this Mother's Day. Cubs bring the infield in against Machado. Be careful out there. And Manny rips it through the left side of base hit. The 1500th of his major league career, and it gives the Padres a 1-0 lead here in the first. Get that baseball. Major breaking news out of baseball where the Padres are finalizing a blockbuster trade to acquire Juan Soto from the Nationals. This is a shot of energy to this entire franchise, to this entire city. 2-1. Soto swings, rips it into right field, base hit his first as a Padre. Kim rounding second on his way to third. He'll stop there as the throw goes into second base. And Juan Soto with a two-out single in the bottom of the eighth inning. He turned around 100 miles per hour like it was 92. Two and one to Machado. Here's the pitch, and Manny swings, hits it in the air to deep left. Peterson's going back. He's watching it. Gonna go! Three-run walk-off home run, Manny Machado. Forget about the blown save. 7-4, the Padres win it in the bottom of the ninth. Josh Bell coming up, and guess what? Keston Hira has just struck out. The ball game in Milwaukee is over, and the 2022 Padres are playoff bound. It's official. Two and two, here's the pitch. Cronenworth swings, lines it into center field. That's a base hit. Kim will score. Here comes Soto. The throw from Thompson kicks off the mound, 
and down to second, Cronenworth, a two-run single, and the Padres in front for the first time tonight. It's 5-3. to three. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Haters <laughs> set and ready. 0-2, swing and a miss. Freeman went after a slider in the dirt, and the ball game is over. The series is over. And the Padres have slayed the Dragon. They defeat the Dodgers in four games to advance to the National League Championship Series. They will play for the pennant beginning on Tuesday night here at home against the Phillies. Is it extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers? Ready for another 3-2 from hand. Runners go. Here's the pitch, and Drury swings. Lots one into center field. That'll get down at a base hit. Brofar has scored. Here comes Soto. A two-run single for Brandon Drury. And the Padres have come all the way back. Six unanswered runs, and they lead for the first time today. Citizens Bank Park in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Game 5 of the 2022 National League Championship Series. Here this afternoon, the Padres have their backs against the wall. They trail three games to one. The Phils, a win away from returning to the World Series for the first time since 2009. Kim at second, Drury at third. First pitch coming, is swung on, popped into right field. Segura goes back, Castellanos comes in, he calls for it, he makes the catch, and the Phillies have won the 2022 pennant. Ranger Suarez comes in out of the bullpen and Friday night starting pitcher for the Phils gets the final two outs here in the ninth inning as Bryce Harper's two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth decides game five of this National League Championship Series. Halfway home on a uh, Monday morning, a tough Monday morning um, for our city and this fan base for sure, but also one that is it's hard to look back and not smile uh, about because you know this was a this was a really really magical run and I learned a lot I did I learned a lot man I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about this team I learned a lot about this city I learned a lot about the game uh, this year and you know one thing that I that I took away from it is and we said it but I don't know I don't know that I actually I don't know that I actually believed it until I actually saw it play out the regular season is important. It's it is important. But it ain't everything. It's just not. It's not everything. If you can find a way to get into the dance and and we say that a lot, you know, get to the dance and see what happens. Um we saw it, man, and and we we did it. We got hot at the right time and we ran into a team that also happened to get hot at the right time that knocked off some really good competition in front of them as well, including us. And you know, you heard from the Phillies yesterday talking about what a fight that whole series was. I mean, and it was. It was a, it was a battle. It was back and forth. It was legitimately like a boxing match. Every game came down to it, one inning it, here, that, one inning exactly there, right, one at bat here. And... You watch the Yankees and the Astros, completely different. Two different – they're in a different world, those two teams. There were some close games in that series. Yesterday was close, 6-5, yeah. to five yeah. and, and could have gone either way, but – it didn't feel Never. like the heavyweight punches no. that the Padres and the Phillies were trading. It just didn't. And I, I you know, and I, I made kind of that pledge to myself early in the season last year of, hey, again, it's a macro sport, right? Macro. You have to look at it from a big, big slice. You can't look game by game, pitch by pitch in April. That's going to kill you. It's going to rip your heart out. And I, I would find myself getting into that mode. And then you know when you when you saw the team 
really falter and they lose four in a row and you're like, this is it. Here comes the collapse, right? It's the life of being a Padre fan. You're like, here comes the collapse. They never did. They never collapsed. And I, I, I learned a lot this season. I really, really did. I learned a lot. I was listening to uh, Jesse and Tony yesterday for a couple of innings on my drive into Channel 10. I don't know. It was maybe about the fourth or fifth inning. And Jesse just comes back and goes to Tony. Remember those days back in June when you know the Padres had lost three in a row and some reporter asked Bob Melvin for the final game of a series against the Rockies? Is this a must-win game, yes. Bob? Yes. And you'd, he's like, I, and I get it. I understand why it feels important during the regular season. And you have to, you have to win enough during the regular season to get to the playoffs. But you laugh now when you get to the playoffs and you realize what a must-win game actually is. Yesterday was the second must-win game of the season for the Padres. They went one and one and they one. They won the first one in New York. Yep. They lost the second one. And when you lose a must-win game, if you're truly going by the actual definition, your season is over when you lose. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is the case to the Padres. They had a must-win game yesterday. They did not win it. And the season is over, and, and now we're just kind of left to pick up the pieces a little bit. I mean, again, and, and to think about what the Phillies have done, you know— to, they Dude, were, we spent all week last week talking about playoff format. Last year, the Phillies wouldn't have made the playoffs. Correct. And now they're on the World Series well, fighting and, for and, a championship. And guys, too, like I, the Padres really played well at the right time. But my God, the Phillies were horrendous. They were down the stretch. Every time I would look at them, I'm like, oh, my God, they lost 10-1. to 1. Oh, my God, it's 8-3. to 3. They're in the ninth. They played like absolute ass down the stretch. And look what, look when they got hot. I mean, but just I, you know, some people would say, Paulie, that that's an argument that they've diluted the playoffs too much. I think it's the exact opposite. Me too. Just look at the American League then, if that's your argument, right? Because it, the one seed made it over there, right? But I, I think that to deny that Phillies team a chance to get hot, we would have all been, we would have all missed out. And well, you know, we, we're pissed about maybe it. The, but yeah. Maybe the Padres would have loved, yeah, yeah. loved to have missed the Phillies in the playoffs, but. But ultimately, they deserve to be there. No doubt. They're playing play better than anyone. Yep. As you go to the playoffs, you say, you know, you try to get hot in the postseason. Well, the deeper you go, the more likely is you're going to face a hotter and hotter team. Because if you keep winning, you keep facing teams that just won series as well against really good teams. Every single playoff series in the National League was won by the team without home field advantage. All five of them in every round, both wild card series, both division series, and the NLCS were won by the team that did not have home field advantage, which is pretty remarkable. You don't see that in in the playoffs in any sport very often. Yeah, it is, and and just I think it's a I think it's a good reminder, um, and, and try to try to keep it in your head as you prepare for next season. Which look, we we already all are, and I can promise you, man, AJ Preller and his crew are gonna. Probably take a couple of days to process, and they're going to be right back at it, trying to put together a winning uh, team for next season, and um, you know, going and asking Peter Seidler to to stroke some more checks. And I know Padre fans are going to be getting ready to plan their trips to Peoria. We are behind the scenes here, trying to plan when we're going to be out in Peoria. Yeah, man, it it, it never ends really. Uh, for us, and it doesn't end for the fans as well, and it certainly doesn't end for the Woods is already planning uh, the next postseason run for the Padres. Absolutely. Can you share your idea for everybody? What idea? Playoff cabin. Oh, yeah, playoff cabin's got to happen. <laughs> uh, I'll say this now. At 8-10 on October 24th, I need a sponsor with a lot of money. A lot of money. You're, here's what you're going to do. 
you're going to rent us a cabin somewhere with Wi-Fi and cable and everything else. High definition television. Yes, many of them. Yes, snacks, beers, food, beds, the whole How thing. How did you gain all the weight? <laughs> and With we are sponsorship, money. bro. We are moving into the playoff cabin next year. I can't do this anymore. I can't watch games at home anymore. I can't. We need to be in the playoff cabin. I'm trying to watch the game yesterday, and I love him more than anything in the world. We'll take a bullet for him. Dad, do you like hockey? What? It's like four to three. I'm like. Oh, well, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Dad, why don't you like soccer? Do you like soccer? Yeah, everything's fine. You can, I, I, I got to watch. Can I, I'm begging you. Please, please. Dad, I, well, how come the Potteries only have three points? Why do the Phillies Why do the Phillies wear red? Is, that, is, is their mascot <laughs> green? And I'm like, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm full on like rocking in my chair. Like I, I told my wife, I go, I love him. You got to get him out of here. I said, I, playoff cabin next year. So I need a sponsor. I need a cabin. I need some TVs. And when the Padres make the playoffs, I'm gone. I'll see you when it's over. I love you guys. I'll text. We can FaceTime. I got to go to Wood the- says we'll come back from every break, go into every break. You'll get so many mentions, the- you'll have, you have no idea. You will be the most talked about sponsor <laughs> on Ben and Woods in history. But playoff cabin needs to happen next year. It has to happen. I have to go to a cabin and watch these games where I can scream and yell and be myself. Because I can't do it in my home. I just can't. And every time I go to a game, we start to lose. So I'll need I a, uh, I'll need a live TV set up so I can Absolutely. do Channel 10 from Playoff Cabin as well. But Nobody's going to mess with your TV, but Playoff Cabin needs to happen. And maybe we could even bring a few Tier 1s with us. Ooh. Okay? So... Be thinking if playoff you're, mansion. Playoff mansion is a better idea. <laughs> Pool. Let's, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Screw a cabin. Okay. Playoff mansion needs to go down next year. So sponsors out there, let's get uh, thinking. Uh, our sales staff, if you're listening, Adam, if you're listening, I know you are. Playoff mansion needs to go down next year. Period. I like an infinity pool. Yeah, if they, I do if too. you've got one, preferably on a golf course. So <laughs> it's got to happen. I can't do this again you know like what? this. Let's call. Playoff compound. Playoff compound. All right, that's yeah. all. Compound. We need a few acres, actually. Yeah. Aaron Hurwitz. Mansion's not going to work. Aaron Hurwitz says, you can post up in my Montana place. Done. <laughs> done. 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 Babe, I'm going to Montana for the playoffs next year. However, if it, Hey, if we get knocked out in three games, I'll be home. If we don't, I'm staying. I'm not coming back. You will not see my face in October next year. Playoff cabin. Montana playoff cabin. Very well could happen. It's got to happen. I can't do it anymore. Let's get a, a phone call in here before the uh, uh, traffic. Let's go to Clay. He's been waiting in the South Bay. Clay, welcome to Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, gentlemen. You know, still driving around in my fan wagon. Uh, hey, again, Philadelphia, they'd had their playoff drought that lasted for them forever. And we had ours, and ours lasted forever. And ended with two teams that play very similar and uh, pound in and out. And nope. All right. Clay, Clay's already he at the must playoff be in the playoff compound cabin. in Montana because we just lost his signal. All right, we'll, we'll get the phone lines relit. 833-288-0973. Come back. Take more of your calls. We're just kind of feeling through this all together. It's the day after the Padres were eliminated from the playoffs. Why would you be anywhere else? We want to be with you, Tier 1s. I hope you want to be with us this morning. Brandon uh, Brandon Benson 8 tweets in, Playoff Cabin needs a Twitch stream at the Stephen Woods for some sponsorship money. I'll bring our mobile bar 
to partner. Yes. Oh, is it going to be like Big Brother where we're going to have yes. cameras inside playoff compound? By the way, that would slay. That 24, would a 24 sl- 7 feed of that the three of us. That slay. <laughs> oh, I love have it. the little confessional room where we walk in and share our yeah. innermost hey, thoughts. Um, ben is driving me absolutely crazy. He keeps saying, Wouldn't we all have all signed up for this? On the first day of the season, he won't stop saying it like a mantra. <laughs> this has to happen. I'm sorry. It's got to happen. Who left the toilet seat? It has got get up in the night or whatever. It has yeah. got to happen. It's got to right. happen. We will come back with more Ben and Woods after this on San Diego's number one sports station. Traffic next on 97.3 The Fan. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Crying. Our uh, our boy Corey just texted me um, the funniest picture I've ever seen, and I can't I can't repost it about the uh, playoff cabin. 
It's, it's going to happen. My wife's already livid with me. But, hey, listen, sorry, it's work. What are you going to do? Playoff cabin next October. Be there or be square. Watch the games in peace. Really be able to watch them. Scream at the TV. Do whatever you want to do. The, the worry, I think, for uh, Hannah is that soon it becomes regular season cabin. <laughs> and then, well, then spring training cabin. <laughs> we base, already have spring training baseball cabin. Season cabin. Baseball season cabin. Baseball season cabin. Woods just disappears from February 15th until November 4th every year. <laughs> she said, I'm dying. I need your help. I'm like, I'm, do you want food on the table or don't you? <laughs> so good. Then you get back and you go, eh, fantasy camp's here in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm out. I'm Off out. to the Hampton Inn. <laughs> I love these phone lines have been lit all morning long. 833-288-0973. Let's get back to it. Uh, who's been holding on the longest to get a look at these numbers? Let's try Thomas. You are next up on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, guys? Hey, Tom. How you doing, bud? Uh, I was just noticing something. It might be relevant, but... Uh... So 2010, Bryce Harper was uh, number one pick, and, yeah. and and Manny Chala was number three. So I don't, know, I don't know if you guys ever talked about that, but anyways, I want to bring that up if you want to talk about that. And also, you know what? Now that the series is over, I'm looking at it now, and you know that I was at game one, and the ninth inning when Manny Machado was up and he had two men on, where we could have won it, you know. I believe he strikes out right, and there was oh no he popped out I believe yeah he popped out but the pitch he got before he popped out I was just like damn why didn't he swing at that <laughs> he would have swung at the, that pitch we would have won and it would have had a different we would have all the momentum and you know Thomas let me, let, me, let me stop you right there <laughs> I, I get it that not everybody Manny didn't come through in every at bat had the highest OPS for a Padres player in postseason history. So, uh, essentially, the best playoff any Padre has ever had in the history of the franchise. I'm not going um, to unload on Manny for not doing enough. I got a little grief yesterday from uh, this dude that, like, I think he hates me and he hates Manny. And, you know, Manny isn't clutch and, and this and that. And, yeah, man, I mean, there's a couple opportunities Manny had to, to put put the game away. and um, But there's, there's opportunities for a lot of guys to put the game away. I... I it, it, it's hard, but I, I love the guy. He's my favorite baseball player, period, the end. Like, there's just nobody close for me. Um, and I want him to come through in every big moment. Um, he did have a good series. He had a great series defensively. Made, I mean, again, clutch isn't just hitting, right? It's not. It, you're a complete baseball player. So the defense that Manny played was beyond spectacular uh, throughout the entire, the entire playoffs. It's beyond spectacular. Ridiculous, in fact. Um... Yeah, man. I mean, I thought the AB yesterday. Like, I, again, it's against Alvarado, who's one of the best in the world. But he, you know, there were two cookies down the middle. Cookies for for him, not cookies for us. Cookies for Manny. And again, and, and I said, man, I think it's because of the way that Soto was just pitched. You know, with, with Soto with that swing on that that curveball that bounced three feet in front of him. I've never seen a hitter more fooled. Um, and I think it was because of the way he was pitched that Manny wasn't up there hunting fastball. Now. Again, the approach is something we can talk about, you know, for the the rest of the offseason. You know, the approach that that got you to where you were, 
It really did. I mean, it's frustrating to watch. It was. There were times where you're like, oh, my God, bro, it's 2-0. And you're, you're, you got a fastball and you watched it go by. A lot of guys are guilty of that. But that approach, that patient approach, helped them get to that game in the NLCS. They did change their approach against Wheeler yesterday, and they started swinging early in the count, and it didn't work. It wasn't working. Um, so, again, it, it's just hard. It's, it's the in-game adjustments um, that make the great players great. And, hey, man, I— Bryce Harper, to this point, you know, his team had finished below 500 the last two seasons. He's having his moment. Like, I'm not going – that's not a knock on Manny Machado. Bryce Harper's having his moment. I I really look forward to Manny Machado's bigger moments. And he still hit four bombs in the playoffs. Like, defense was spectacular. He – by the way, you want to talk about us not being here without Bob Melvin – we are not even close to here without Manny Machado. So please don't get that twisted. Manny, We're not even Manny close. Machado had an excellent postseason sure. compared to anybody but maybe Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is is having one of the greatest postseasons in baseball history. We talked about it earlier. He's an MVP, and he's probably playing at a higher level than even during his MVP season right now. He's just that hot. Did Manny quite get to that point? No. Did he have a great, great postseason? Yes. Yes, he did. And could he be better? Yeah, he's got it in him. That's because he's Manny Machado, and he is uh, capable of just about anything on a baseball diamond that you put in front of him. But there's no way I'm going to sit here and and say that Manny Machado uh, was a detriment to the Padres during the postseason. You're right. They're not not there without him. Uh, Let's go to Mike in El Cajon. Mike, you're next up with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to let you know you guys are totally right with Manny Machado and his his leadership, and he leads by example. However, as you very well know, the last two games, I got I watched it and and I I decided that my you know hey look just watch the game for what it is, but we got squeezed by these umpires the last two games. I mean, Profar had a right to com- have oh, a problem with it. Was awful. And then also, look, you remember Kim? Kim got jumped up, Whoa! He was trying to compliment us on Kim. Was and it? yeah, I mean, he said he knows his ass. But you can't say that on the radio. He so. him that Sorry. Korean. Well, uh, yeah. he does. He knows his ass at the plate when it comes to the strike zone. You know, one of the reasons Did why... we just take a break from the phone calls? Yeah. We will for a second. One, one of the reasons why God. I think the the automated strike zone is coming and is necessary, as impartial as umpires try to be, and I've said this before, there is a subconscious bias when you're in front of a giant crowd, like in the playoffs. I thought the Padres got a couple of calls at home. The The Phillies definitely get some calls when, when you're at home. It's when it's a close call, it's just instinct to try to please 45,000 people. You just can't help yourself, no matter how fair you're trying to be and trying to shut out everything else in the world. There's a little part of your brain that you don't even control, that you don't even think about, that makes that judgment for you and says, do I want to make 45,000 people happy or angry at me? And most people in their subconscious say, I'd rather make 45,000 people happy happy at me on a very close call that could go either way and you get 
You get, what, about five to ten of those every single game, especially if you're the home plate umpire calling balls and strikes. There's that little part of your brain that just goes, I don't know what this is. I mean, how many times do you think an umpire looks at a pitch and goes, heck, I don't know. It could be. That is so close. i got to make a decision instantaneously. And that little part of your brain takes over that you don't even hear. And it goes, let's make the 45,000 people happy and not mad. It's it's unconscious. It happens. You take that out with an automated strike zone that has no human impact at all. Norman tweets, and Abe Lincoln was way ahead of his time when he said this about Ben and Wood's caller speaking about Manny Machado. It's better to be considered a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. At the Stephen Woods, stop picking up on these morons. I don't screen the calls. We don't have a phone screener. We just, they call, we answer. It's actually remarkable how well we do, considering we have no phone screener. I have, we have no phone screener. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shows that, you know, only 5% of people who call in actually even make it oh, yeah. onto the board. We're just we're throwing 100%. Our... We just throw darts at a board and hope for the best, and we'll move on. So let's take a break. We'll let our, uh, our seven-second delay kick back in. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to some calls. I don't know. He... He brought up games four and five. I don't know why it's still game three that sticks in my craw a little bit. It wasn't the one that the Padres had the big lead. It's the slider. It wasn't Segura hit off the ground. It wasn't the one necessarily that you had the worst decisions by the manager, but it was the one I thought the Padres were going to win for sure in Philly. No doubt. We'll talk a little bit about that one on Friday when we come back with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So basically playing shortstop. So Profar with a lot of room to operate. Here's the 3-2. Check swing on a ball in. They appeal. Oh, he got rung up. Wow. Third base umpire Todd Tishner said he went. Profar threw his helmet. Kicked his helmet. Now he's been thrown out of the game. Matt Williams, the third base coach, is uh, from a distance talking to Tishner. And now Bob Melvin out to talk with the home plate umpire, who did not make the strike call, but did eject Profar. So Melvin and Ted Barrett are chatting. I think Melvin probably wants to know who made the call, and perhaps then he will continue his conversation down at third base. We have not seen a replay yet, but boy, in real time, I didn't think there was any chance he went. Listen to all your favorite team station shows, even podcasts, all on the Odyssey app. Download it now. That was the ninth inning of Game 3, when I felt fairly confident that Jerickson Profar did not swing on a 3-2 pitch. He started to swing... And then tried to get out of the way of a pitch that was so far inside that it made the bat travel a little bit more. But you, ha- as an umpire, Woods, don't you have to kind of look at the the totality of the situation and the intent of what's going on there? Yeah, I think I, mean, I think intent is the right word. And it was maybe a quarter swing that turned into almost a half swing because he was trying to dive out of the way. But that was not seemed that wasn't a guy who got fooled and was swinging the bat and was trying to check it after he had already gone across the plate. Yeah, it seemed a, a no brainer call to me. Listen, I as mad as I was about it, we should have never been in that position, man. You got to win that ball game on Friday night. You got Joe Musgrove. They've got Ranger Suarez, and I'll say this about Ranger Suarez. I had watched his previous start. He walked five or six guys. The changeup, he could not locate it in, in the first start. He could not locate it. So what you do as a hitter is you just eliminate it. He's not, like It's not going to be in the zone. So I can sit fastball or whatever the other pitch he has is, and you just take it out. He's not going to beat me with his changeup tonight. He cannot throw it for a strike. He can't even throw it close to the zone. Wasn't the case on Friday night. His changeup was nasty, and he's got really, really good stuff. So you had an opportunity there in the sixth. One out, runners on the corners, and Zach freaking Eflin comes in. He hit into a double play. Um, the pitch to Joe Musgrove through to Gene Segura. Dude, I. It, it's one of those things where there were about three instances where in the Mets series, things went our way. The ball that hit off first base and popped right into Will Myers' hand and made that play. The opposite happened in this series, right? Um, that ball was a foot outside and an inch off the ground, and that dude hit it and knocked in two runs, and it was it was brutal. It was brutal. It's not a bad pitch by any stretch. He didn't hang one. Um, probably wasn't even trying to throw that near the zone for a strike. He's a bad ball hitter. He hit a bad ball, and you lost. But you had so many opportunities in that game to take it to their bullpen, and you just didn't do it. Manny had a rough night, 0 for 4. Um, Jury was 2 for 4. Crony was 2 for 4. 
Joe Musgrove did not have his best stuff that night either. So that sucked, man. That 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 one was a that one was a brutal, brutal loss. You know, Joe just um, didn't have it in the first inning. Gave yeah. the leadoff homer, walked a couple of guys, but then got out of it. And I was actually feeling pretty good. We were down in the dugout again at the watch party, and I think we were talking to Mark Loretta, and yeah. it's like we felt. All right, that's you can be down one nothing oh, yeah. and still All have day. kind of deflated the other team because they're expecting a huge inning there, and the Padres tie it up uh, at one, and I felt like it was gonna, it was just gonna take off from there. But I think you you made a good point about Ranger Suarez. The Padres went into the game with a really smart game sure. plan based on what they had seen on tape from Ranger Suarez, but they got a completely different Ranger Suarez, completely and, different guy, and, and credit to him. What the Padres didn't do, they needed to be a little faster to adjust. Once they had they had to realize after an inning or two, all right, this isn't the guy who walked five batters in his last playoff outing. We can't simply, you know, wait him out and ignore pitches. Get we're in gonna, bad counts. Yeah, we're gonna have to be a little bit more aggressive and, and they were a little slow to adjust. He ended up getting through what, five innings, two hits, one run. Yeah, five that's the so and so, then, and then, as you said earlier, Rob Thompson went aggressive with yes. his bullpen and managed like it was a game seven. Had to win it. So I, I promise you guys this: <clears throat> that was the blueprint for how Bob Melvin should have managed on Saturday. Right? Uh, that game Friday night, you're going to ride with Joe Musgrove for as long as he can go. He went five and two thirds, eight hits, four earned runs, two walks, five Ks. You're going to go with him as long as you can. So the blueprint that Rob gave Bob for the next game is what exactly I thought. Now, the fundamental difference, the fundamental difference is we could not get through five innings with Clev and Manaya. We damn near got through it with Nick Martinez going three, um, but that was the – and I had – if we had left that with a lead, I think that's when you would have seen the high leverage arms. But we didn't. We used Tim Hill. We used Pierce Johnson. We saved those guys. And, again, Saturday comes around – and you're four nothing in the first, and you're feeling pretty good, and then the whole world just imploded. Bob Melvin may have stuck with Joe Musgrove, a batter or two too long, um, and I understand why you would do that. You have all the faith in the world in Joe, just like he stuck with you, Darvish, bringing him back to start the seventh inning yesterday, seeing if he could get at least you know one more out out of you, Darvish. Um, and part of that is because you have confidence in Robert Suarez that – Hey, even if Darvish puts a runner on, we can still go to Suarez and he can probably get us out of the jam. He did, so that didn't bite Melvin. But if Bob had any blind spot in the postseason, it was probably sticking with guys a little bit too long. Well, that was the knock against Bob in the regular season. It worked out for him a lot. It really did. I mean, it worked out for him a ton. And and again, if you're a starting pitcher, that was their their that was their mo going into the season, and it, and he's going to get the most out of his starting pitchers. Now, understandable too when you watch all these other managers completely mess up by yeah. having too quick of a hook. Yeah, no doubt on guys who are going well. Dave Bob Roberts. Bob went the other way yeah. and said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guys and have faith in them." But you know that may have burned him with Suarez yesterday. May have burned him with Darvish with Musgrove couple of times one guy that he didn't stick around too long with was Blake Snell but that was pretty obvious because he went five innings and then the Padres had the huge offense he was sitting there for like 30 plus minutes and it was really kind of a no-brainer to take Snell out of game two the one game that the Padres won yeah I mean I, I'm 
you know, again, you're going to I, – I don't know that I'll go back and watch many of these, these games against the Phillies. I'll watch the bottom seven – uh, against the Dodgers for the rest of my life. That was incredible. But um, I don't know how many of these I'm going to go back and watch. And, you know, look, I, I think the, the general consensus is from Padre fans that I've seen, the, the sane ones is, um, listen, I hope that this makes you guys even hungrier. I always really enjoy, Ben, when the other team sits in the dugout and watches the other team celebrate. I, I, I think that that's important. I think that, that to watch those guys celebrate on the field, you want to know what that feels like, and you want to make sure it's you next year. There's no guarantees that it will be. There's no guarantees that it will be. You like your chances, though. I saw Bob Scanlon tweeted, just smell the worst smell on earth. Yep. That is the the victory champagne of someone else's team. Best smell, by the way, is your own victory champagne, but the worst smell is someone else's Victory champagne. I did, I, and and I again, I, I really liked what um, I liked a lot of the the fight that I saw from these guys. I really did. I thought they really, really played well. And I know there are no moral victories in the playoffs, but I it's hard for me to sit in here this morning and think to myself that was a failure of a season. And I understand that every season that you play that you don't win a World Series is technically a failure because that's what you pay for. That's what you want out of your players. But I I don't feel cursed. I don't feel um, I don't feel that we underachieved. I don't. I really don't. I look at this and I go, hell yeah, man! February and March can't get here soon enough. I'm chomping at the bit, champing at the bit, as I think is the proper it's, terminology. Well, the letter is A. Whether the pronunciation is champing or chomping is, I think, debatable. I am all over it. I cannot wait. For Padres Baseball 2023. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by On Deck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to OnDeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. On Deck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today at OnDeck.com. Get to check traffic, then we'll come back and preview the Constellation third place series against the Yankees next on 97.3 The Fan. A joke, of course. There's no third place Constellation series against the Yankees. Some sports do that, though. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. Even Would you though guys? You, you just said you're so you're gonna so miss baseball, you uh-uh. wish you had more of it. You wouldn't sign up for a best of five consolation series against the Yankees. No. Determine God, no. the third best team in no, baseball this no, year, the bronze no, medal winner. No, no. They get honored and like the they get a bronze in between innings in the bron- World Series, a bronze medal for no, the third place finish. No, 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 not no, no. Do that. Much as I want to see the guys, uh, you know, I, that is not something so I want to watch. We should feel lucky, though. I, I looked this up last night. Um, the Padres, even though they reached the World Series twice with the the extended playoffs and the wild card round, October 23rd is the furthest they've ever reached in the season. Uh, even in 1998, when they got swept, the last game was on October 21st. So they had never played beyond October 21st in franchise history until this year. So there's a new... Uh, latest date of the year that the Padres have to shoot for when they come back next year. See, ultimately, I'd like to see them get to November. Now that the World Series stretches into the 11th month, I would like to see the Padres playing in November next year. It's the uh, the one thing we haven't seen them do yet. I just I want to see them get to a World Series. I want to see them uh, win a World Series. And, and, yeah, we were close, man. We were really, really close. I think that makes it a little bit tougher to stomach. But then again, you know, it also makes it uh, a really fun season. It really was a fun season, as as tough as it was. A lot of bad news hit. A lot of great news hit. We had so so many fun moments, and uh, nobody I'd rather share it with than our listeners and you two in here and uh, everybody around the station that busted their ass, man, over these last few weeks to to deliver some good 
good programming. And uh, thanks again to the sponsors, the all the people that had us out, Ben. I mean, it was it was incredible, man. It was Padres fever, and I love it. I can't wait till it gets back here. All right, have phones been on probation long enough. I mean, eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We can relight the lines. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll take it call by call to see how it goes. I we one other baseball note, just because the news dropped literally as we got off the air on Friday morning, and like, someone like ten oh one, someone like <laughs> ran up to me with the tweet. That uh, Bruce Bochy had been oh, hired yeah. as manager of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, like ten oh one on Friday morning after we wrapped up our broadcast at Ballast Point, Little Italy. We got the news that Boch is back and uh, talked with uh, Mark Loretta and Randy and Trevor about Bochy's return yep. to the dugout a little bit this weekend when we were down at Petco Park. Everyone seems to be happy for Boch. I was a little surprised, I, even though it was Chris Young, his former pitcher who was the one doing the hiring as the new general manager in Texas, I wasn't sure that this would be the opportunity that Boach would go for. It feels, um, again, just uh, just as a, like a first glance, it feels like the weirdest fit ever, doesn't it? I mean, they're, they're going to love him in Texas. Yeah, there's no question about it. There's Sounds no like question. a Texan, even though he was born in France. You know, Boach will fit right in in Dallas. They'll love the old school part of Boach, and you know I think they'll I think they'll like him a lot. It doesn't feel like a ready to win roster, though. You know, like Bruce Bochy is known for what he did in the playoffs with the San Francisco Giants, not necessarily for rebuilding a team. You know, from where the Rangers are, it's not that the Rangers have nothing. They do. They they spend some money, uh, but they have been a just massive disappointment uh, the last few years, and. You know, Boach signed a three-year deal because what are you going to do? I mean, you have to put in. You can't just say, "Oh, well, I'll try this for a year." You gotta, you gotta commit for at least a few seasons to give it a chance. He's sixty-seven years old. I mean, what do you think is the ultimate? What happens? Would does Boach turn the Texas Rangers around? Do they become American League contenders here in the next three years under Bruce Bochy? I don't know enough. I don't know enough about the Rangers and what they have, Ben. I. It would certainly, my gut tells me no, right? Because guess who's in their division? The Houston Astros. And the Astros look like a juggernaut, and they have they have a rookie that was just named MVP of the ALCS. I mean, they have, and they've got guys like Jeremy that. Jeremy Pena. Yeah, they do got guys like that coming up like crazy. Do you see crazy. any parallels between the Padres and the Rangers? Padres went out and made some splashes. They spent some money, but they didn't have the manager. They went out and got Bob Melvin. The Rangers have spent some money. They've made some splashes. Yeah, the the Rangers went out and they got Corey Seager, uh, and they got Marcus Simeon. They paid him a fortune. He had a horrible, horrible season for them. And what it all comes down to, and I think we're a victim of this as well, um, pitching. You can't have too much pitching. I don't know that Dane Dunning and the likes are are enough for Boach to turn it around. Again, though, it seems like a a team that's committed to spending. They're going to be pretty active uh, going after some guys. Wouldn't surprise me to see a very aged uh, Clayton Kershaw end up in Texas, Ben. Um, He's from the area. You know, probably playing for Boach would be cool, playing with his old pal Corey Seager. If the Dodgers don't bring him back, I mean, What's he good for? You know, who knows? We'll see. Uh, how much does he want to pitch? But I, there's, there. I think they're a fan. I think they're a team that's committed to trying to win. But it could be an Angels situation going on uh, down there in in Texas. I guess Paulie makes a decent point. I mean, the Texas Rangers went sixty eight and ninety four this year. 
But, you know, the Padres were a 79-win team the year before. That That's a big jump, though, to go from 68 wins to playoff contender. No doubt. That's a, that's a long way in front of you. Plus, you know, you mentioned the Astros. The Mariners, I don't think, are going anywhere in that division as well. That's a... It's a tough spot for Boach to to take back over, but maybe you know he did the he did the grandfather thing, he did the home thing for a couple of years, and he had the itch. And you know, if you're going to work for someone, Chris Young, smart guy, I always loved Chris Young when he was with the Padres, and and maybe Boach says, you know what, win or lose, I think I'm going to like this situation. I'll give it a try. Sure, yeah, congratulations to him. I'd love to talk to him. All right, phone lines are awesome. phone lines are relit. We will go back out to the phones. I see some good names on here, Woods, that you're going to like. Good. So go back to the phones coming up. Don't forget, you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Saturday mornings at 7. Boomer Esiason, Mike Valenti discussing the biggest NFL news, previewing the important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan. One hour to go. Your call's next on 97.3 The Fan with Ben and Woods. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 